Welcome to Tally Hose Under the Collar. This is the podcast where you'll hear the stories of those who serve the aviation industry. From aircraft maintenance shops to product manufacturers, from pilots to air traffic controllers, from startup founders and CEOs, this is your one-stop shop to hear the stories of the individuals who helped build our industry and have shaped the aviation community into what it is today. Welcome aboard. Tallyho is the aviation mobile app that helps aircraft owners and operators find the services they need quickly and easily. Whether you're looking for FBOs, maintenance shops, professional detailers, tax consultants, insurance brokers, or anything in between, you can easily find the services you need on Tallyho. Available for free in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store, there's no reason for you to struggle finding the aviation service providers you need anymore. Tallyho, the smart way to spot aircraft services. All right, so welcome to the first episode of Tally Ho Under the Cowling. This is going to be the episode that gives you an idea of uh, who founded Tally Ho, who else is working um, uh, uh, alongside Tally Ho, and uh, just give you a little bit of insight. So I'd first like to introduce the founder of Tally Ho Apps, that's Byron Severson. Hey, Byron. Hey, how you doing, John? Doing well. So if you don't mind, just give everybody a little bit of uh, background on yourself and uh, your story. Sure, happy to. Um, where to begin? I grew up in North Dakota and uh, always dreamed of being able to fly along faraway places, especially when it was minus 40 outside. And so airplanes were a natural fit for me. Uh, I went to school at UND in Grand Forks, was right in my backyard for the most part. And uh, from there, um, you know, airplanes have been great to me and aviation has been great to me. I've, I've been to many, many countries as a result um, of this uh, profession. Um, spent some time over in Europe. Two of my three kids were born in Austria, as a matter of fact. And uh, but um, you know, have uh, roundabout come back to the United States, and and uh, all of this has given us the opportunity and, and me the opportunity to to bring kind of a cool new product to market. So that's mm. that's a short synopsis. Yeah. So you know, I think you have a pretty interesting story. You've you've touched on um, just some of some of the things that, like you said, very briefly. But uh, I think what people would find really interesting is your full-time job is pretty, uh, pretty fascinating. If you'd, if you'd like to expand on that a little bit. Sure. Yeah. I'm a sales director for Dassault Falcon Jet. And uh, it's a really great, really great role, really great uh, gig. Been working for them for over five years now uh, out of Texas. And uh, I sell the whole line of Falcon Jets from Falcon 2000s all the way up to the Falcon 7X and 8X. And a matter of fact, we got a brand new aircraft coming out called the Falcon 6X um, that's going to offer the largest cabin cross-section in the world uh, for purpose-built business jets. Mm -hmm. And not even just the sales side, you know, you're very versatile. You're also a pilot, right? I am. Yeah. Matter of fact, I got typed in the Falcon 7X last year. That's my second type rating. And um, um, prior to uh, building the app, I actually owned an aircraft for a period of time for about three years and, and uh, was actively flying a Baron 58. Mm -hmm. Now, if, tell us a little bit about your tribulations with the Baron. How was that being an owner of a Beechcraft Baron? Well, that particular airplane was born the same year I was in 1993. So uh, actually 1974. <laughs> so it needed almost as much maintenance as I do these days. And so, uh, yeah, I had a lot of opportunity to look for service providers and um, a lot of, found a lot of people that do great service, uh, really love that aspect of our industry. 
Um, but not always, you know, it's tough, uh, not always easy, I should say, to find those great service providers. And so uh, that's, that's really what kind of gave me the uh, light bulb aha moment. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's like you said, that's how the app was founded was through your struggles of finding um, equitable aircraft service providers in an easy format. So um, really, the, the Baron was kind of the funding for the app. Is that right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, couldn't do both. So uh, the Baron had to go in order to make the app a reality. Yeah. So how do you feel about how do you feel about that funding now? You wish you had the aircraft or what? Well, I love what we're doing, but I miss the airplane every day. Pe- people say with boats, the two happiest days are the day you buy and the day you sell. Some say that with airplanes. I disagree. The The happiest day was buying. The worst day was selling. Yeah. <laughs> but the second happiest day was this, was starting Tally Ho. That's right. That's right. We got that started almost immediately, and it's been an exciting, an, an, an exciting ride. Right. So uh, that, that'll bring us to, to kind of the team of Tally Ho. So I'd, I'd like to introduce, um, I guess, the guy that has been around this pretty much the second longest from Byron, and uh, that's our good buddy, Hot Rod Rodney Johnson. Hey, Rodney. Howdy, how's it going? Going good, man. So if you could tell us as well about yourself and your story with Tally Ho. Oh, goodness. Well, uh, it started uh, a long time ago in a far and distant galaxy. Um, uh, at- it, so my story with, especially with Byron, predates uh, t- uh, Tally Ho when uh, he had that Baron. Um, he he needed somebody who uh, who could take care of it. So uh, I, that was my job over at the FBO that he uh, originally hangered to that. Uh, so I got to uh, meet Byron, uh, get to know his family, and then uh, eventually, uh, after I left the FBO and. Uh, went on to uh selling my soul to the airlines <laughs> I, uh, uh, I saw just randomly that hey barn's starting a company that's pretty cool oh hey barn's looking for somebody and then i i messaged him and i was like hey who are you looking for like wh- wh- who would be the perfect candidate and the next thing he was like he said i would uh and i because I, I, I had a couple of friends who were looking for work but then it turned into me uh, uh interviewing for it and, and then eventually getting it so uh it was pretty exciting not gonna lie <laughs> yeah absolutely and you know, Rodney, I think when I think of when I think of you, I think of somebody that is eat, sleeps, and breathes aviation. If you could kind of tell us about how aviation has been a huge part of your life, that would be really interesting for our listeners. Oh goodness! Well, it, it goes back all the way uh, uh, to when I was seven years old. My uh, mom worked for American Airlines. Uh, uh, they unveiled the triple seven to the employees up at uh, up at Alliance uh, when uh, they had that maintenance facility out there. And so little seven year old Rodney got to go climb in the cockpit. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And then ever since then, uh, I've had the aviation bug. And um, uh, and then when I was 15, I started flying hot air balloons and then uh, soloed a plane when I was 16, got my license on my 17th birthday. And then uh, I, I made the uh, the decision that I was going to go try to be a doctor uh, right after high school. Uh, and after failing organic chemistry three times, uh, I realized that uh, I actually love flying a lot more and I love aviation a heck of a lot more. Uh, and then I eventually graduated from uh, Embry-Riddle University. So uh, which is the far superior aviation university for anybody keeping track out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, ri- rivalries or not, the the team of Tally Ho is uh, very impressively built out of pilots. We're all pilots, a part of a part of Tally Ho. Jim being in the Northeast, 
um, myself in the Midwest, Rodney in the South, Byron in the South, it's pretty cool that, you know, we're a, a group of people that came together to help build uh, an app and a, a resource for pilots because we knew that there was something that was lacking. So, um, you know, it's it's been an interesting journey for myself and and I think for the other guys as well because this is not necessarily a skill set that we uh, had. It wasn't something that we did in, in flight training school. You know, you don't learn how to develop a company and work with people in sales and, and things like that. So I'm very appreciative uh, for you, Byron, for the opportunity to do something like this and and to be a part of uh, a group of people that are really passionate about uh, Tally Home. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are welcome. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a thrill for me to have you guys aboard. Um, even, even guys that are uh, out of Embry-Riddle, you know, we can even take them on board but and be thankful for them. No, seriously, uh, the the energy you guys bring and uh, and the enthusiasm for what we're trying to do is is uh, is infectious. So uh, appreciate you guys as well. Absolutely. Can you go ahead and mark that when it's time to renegotiate our pay. <laughs> you told me you'd do this for free. Yeah, <laughs> a free T-shirt. There you go, Rodney. <laughs> I do have this nice body bomber jacket. So <laughs> that's right. So Byron, um, if you don't mind, kind of tell us where where the app kind of started out um, at the beginnings of of building TallyHo and bringing service providers on, and where we're at now, and where where you think we'll be going in the next year. Yeah, that's great. So um, you know, in the beginning, we were just really looking to get a, a core group of providers so that uh, folks would be able to you know have something to look at when they came on board the app. Uh, some great service providers and. And you all are very successful at getting us that initial group of providers. And, and now we're moving to the next level, which is, you know, getting providers in, in every corner of the country uh, from and, and, a, and a broad swath of providers from maintenance providers to detailers and caterers and uh, aircraft brokers and certification providers, certification experts, I should say. So, I mean, we want this to be. Uh, if you if you need it, if it's a service that you need in uh, general aviation, you know, private aircraft, business aircraft, so forth, you'll be able to find it on on the app, and uh, and get educated about that provider, and uh, and help make a decision about you know, and confirm a decision about using that provider. So um, that's where we're going. The software we we call where we're at right now, phase one. Uh, we're in version three of phase one. We're moving on to phase two, which is also known, as you guys know, internally as version four. And uh, where we're going with that is giving the user a better ability to um, sift through the numerous providers that we have on there. And so you'll soon be able to um, you know, filter by many more categories. You'll be able to do um, you know, more advanced things to connect with uh, those providers. And uh, it should be great for the user, but also great for the service providers to really showcase their, their talents and, uh, and do so in a way that, that helps them easily connect with the, the user. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and really the summary of that is we want it to be a useful tool for pilots and, and not even just pilots, anybody that is involved in aircraft ownership, um, management, et cetera. We wanted it to be the next best thing uh, compared to some of the, the other competition that we won't specifically name. But, um, you know, it's it's a it's an app that is free to download in both the, the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. 
Um, and it, as we have discussed before, it is obviously a service-based uh, subscription for our service providers. And that's because it, we think that it provides so much value uh, as a marketing service that they're, they're willing to pay for it. it. It'll give them a great return on investment and show that they're willing to be a part of the next generation of aviation. Yeah, well said. Um, you know, and, and as a result, the growth has been really uh, something to behold. We're, we're really, I think, pleased with how that's going. You know, everything from the growth of the downloads, the growth of the monthly active users, daily active users, the growth of the actions that the users are taking to click through, to make phone calls, to book uh, revenue, you know, events with our service providers. All of that is growing just uh, even better than we'd hoped it would be at this point. And, uh, and now we're just getting into, you know, the show season. So uh, we were very thankful to attend the U.S. Aircraft Expo. Uh, shout out to, to those guys. They do a great, sh- great job and, and run a great show. And uh, so uh, thanks to them. And, um, you know, next we have Sun and Fun. We'll do some more U.S. Aircraft Expos. We've got Oshkosh and... Uh, you know, other, you know, bigger craft shows coming base, of course. So, you know, there's a lot of great stuff coming. That's just going to make this thing grow even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, Rodney and I went out to uh, the U S aircraft expo in Austin and, and, uh, I was very fortunate for that. Cause that was the first time I got to meet both you guys in person. Um, so Rodney, tell me, you know, you've, as I've mentioned, you've been around, uh, the, the longest out of the three sales guys at Tally Ho. Um, in your experience, Byron talks about growth. How has that growth process been for you since you know we've been around since September? What has that been like? Well, uh, it's been quite amazing, actually. Uh, when Byron brought me on, uh, he brought me on before the app launched. So uh, I only knew of a concept. And then uh, within uh, the first couple of weeks, uh, it was just trying to sell a concept. But then... Uh, when we went to our first show and launched at the U.S. Aircraft Expo, that uh, that that was amazing because not only uh, did the concept uh, generate a lot of excitement, but then having the actual app in hand uh, that that changed the world pretty much uh, mm-hmm. trying to get us believers uh, from the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, th- th- that was amazing, and to see just how far we've come, uh, you know. Uh, through everything, whether it's aviation or an app, uh, the, the first version is always pretty uh, pretty interesting, to say the least. Uh, you, you get to find out uh, what's great about it and uh, what's about to be great uh, through improvement. So uh, being able to uh, watch that, it, it's been amazing, to say the least. Mm-hmm. And, and speaking of development, Byron, if you could touch on, I know you mentioned uh, the latest version that's coming out um, with the app, but there's actually something that's even more exciting is a web version as well, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, we, we started mobile first and that was on purpose. Uh, we recognized that uh, it was just in the last couple of years where, you know, mobile, where um, digital usage transitioned from a majority of, um, of uh, desktop users to a majority mobile users went from like 52 to 48% just in the last, let's say 24 months. It's probably more than that on the mobile side. So purposefully we went with mobile first. We wanted to have that look and that feel and that, um, that, that uh, ability to be used on the road the way we wanted it to. But we recognize that some of these tools are, are very useful on desktop as well. So we're working on a web app uh, at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we're again, we're just making it a useful uh, tool, both in, in mobile and web forms. So you can find the services that you need easier than ever before, because as Byron had mentioned, um, you know, finding services for that, that Baron was difficult. It was either through word of mouth, through uh, forums, or just simple Google searches. And I'm sure as everybody knows, that's, it's actually becoming the ancient method of finding things these days, right? It's not as efficient. Everything's about time uh, and, and not wasting time. So this is really just a really a great resource for people to find those services uh, quickly and easily. Yeah, and I wanted to ask you before we get too deep into this, um, you know, what drew you to Tally Ho? I know, but I, I think the audience should know, Sean. And sure. How might you have used this and, and, and will you use this, uh, you know, in your daily life? Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you know, funny enough, this is the second job I've gotten through the power of social media. So thank you, Facebook, for that. Um, so I had saw the posting in uh, a side hustle job posting somewhere. And uh, I was really excited because it was like one of the first postings that was aviation specific, aviation related. Um, and I have been looking for something to do on the side for a very long time uh, in congruence with my airline job. So when I saw this come up, I quickly uh, clicked on the, the Tally Ho link and uh, I was really surprised because, you know, I had done aerial survey as one of my first uh, flying jobs to build flight time back in the day. And you know, I'm flying to a lot of airports I have no idea, um, you know, I'm not familiar with. And that can be kind of an intimidating and scary thing, especially for a new pilot um, who is looking for maintenance or is looking for an FBO or, you know, anything. Flying an old 172, it needs a lot of TLC. Um, and I thought immediately that Tally Ho was kind of the, it was filling that void. You know, it was it was a resource that I wish I had had. Um and so seeing that Tally Ho was in its youth at the time of applying for the job, I was really excited because I was going to be a part of a team that was, um, you know, at the forefront of the next generation of aviation, as I mentioned. So um, I originally thought it was a great idea and, and being a part of the team now and seeing the way people react at the shows uh, and some of the responses that we get in social media, it just proves to me that, you know, this is definitely the way of the future. We're, we're trying to solve a problem and not, you know, not necessarily just make, um, a useful resource, but also kind of create a, a community behind, um, a brand as well. So yeah, I, I couldn't be more on board with Tally Ho. And I think a lot of people, once they get to hear more about it, will uh, be the same way. Well, let's tell them about what this podcast is going to be about going forward. How about we start there? Sure. Yes. So we, we'd like to bring a little bit a little bit different of a twist to aviation podcast because you know right now there is there's some really great contact uh content out there um you know i i can't uh i can't deny pilot to pilot is a really good podcast out there um and there, and there's a bunch of other ones out out there as well but we like to kind of highlight the service providers that make the aviation industry um and and byron if you want to add to that as well yeah, it's a great segue into what I was going to say, uh, which is exactly what, you know, just a little more color on what you just said. We want to we want to talk about sort of and meet some of these unsung heroes, um, the people that keep our ecosystem running that don't get a lot of credit or don't get a lot of limelight. Uh, you know, we go to these big uh, aircraft conventions and exhibits and a lot of times it's the 
you know, the big aircraft deals or the mergers and the acquisitions that, that get the uh, highlights. And that, that's cool. You know, those people deserve it. Um, but we want to bring some attention to some of the really cool personalities, the, the hardworking men and women that, you know, keep our airplanes, uh, you know, operational, keep them clean, uh, keep them stocked, um, you know, all of it, keep them, buy, you know, keep buying and selling them, helping people transact, insure, finance, keep them certified, all those things. We want to give, we want to bring some, some accolade and some, some recognition to those people. And yeah, I think for pilots, this is going to be a really interesting podcast because there are those great podcasts, you know, pilot to pilot, like you mentioned, and some others talking about flying. And uh, we want to want to kind of bring some light to some of the other parts of the aviation industry that keep us flying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think that's a great question. Um, that, uh, a great question that leads me to Rodney is Rodney, you've had a lot of success um, with working service providers in the southern region. Would you give our, our listeners and viewers a little bit of a taste of um, who they might be listening to as far as uh, service providers in the south? Uh, we'll be listening to some professionals from all across the industry, uh, whether they're doing insurance, whether they're doing tax consulting, uh, even down to our everyday maintainers, uh, and then even some really great detailers, just like uh, uh, coming up, we'll have Mike Young on from Vertical Care, uh, based out of Kansas City. Welcome to the first episode, Tally Hose Under the Cowling. Today, we have uh, a great guest and um, a partner of ours, Mike Young from Vertical Care. So, hey, Mike, how's it going? Excellent. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for being here uh, on our unofficial first uh, episode. Absolutely. It's yeah. Great so, to be here. Yeah. Uh, excellent. So, um, if you don't mind, just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and um, about Vertical Care. Sure. Uh, about uh, 30 years ago, I got into the construction business and I spent most of my career working anything from residential to commercial to industrial to oil and gas. Uh, and after spending uh, four years over in Angola, Africa, I came back to the United States and uh, wanted to buy a company. And so I started doing some research and looking and found this niche business, uh, aviation detailing and I took a look at it and just fell in love with it. Um, it was an opportunity for me to put my hands to something where I could see an immediate impact, an immediate difference on a product. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we bought the company um, four years ago, actually four years ago yesterday, okay. to celebrate our fourth birthday, if you will. Congrats. Um, business has been, thank you. Business has been around for uh, a little over eight years. Okay. So how did you how did you get into aviation? What's your involvement prior to vertical care? Prior to vertical care, I just spent a lot of time on airplanes. Um, yeah. I was and I, I spent over two million miles traveling the United States and the world uh, for mostly work. Uh, but uh, most of my involvement with aviation was simply just being on planes as a as a consumer as a as a customer. Mm -hmm. uh, a passenger. And um, I did have some family members who were small aircraft pilots and, and so, so forth. So I had a little bit of interest in aviation, but I didn't have a lot um, up until acquiring the company. Sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's 
people come on to Tally Ho, for example, and they're looking for detailers. And uh, one of the, the questions that they will obviously be asking themselves is what makes your business unique from other detailers? What's going to make you stand out compared to the other guys that might be uh, in your location? Sure. Uh, there's a couple things that make us stand out. Um, one thing that makes us stand out is we are um, uh, there 100% of the time. Uh, we Our goal is to do uh, not only the work contracted of us, but go above and beyond what's expected of us. Um, and if there's ever an issue or a problem, we ask our clients to make us aware of what it is so that we can correct it, no questions asked. Um, so even if it wasn't something we were necessarily contracted to do within the job, the customer had that expectation, and our job is to make sure that their expectations are met or exceeded. Sure, yeah, absolutely. And and w- with that being said, you know, you guys have a full list of service capabilities. If you don't mind, kind of telling us about um, some of the things that you guys specialize in at uh, at your company. Sure, um, aircraft detailing is so much more than just washing an airplane or or vacuuming it or cleaning the inside out. Um, when COVID happened, we added on full sanitization services um, to our product line. We also um, will re-dye leather, will ceramic coat the aircraft, uh, complete buff polishing services, including the woodwork and the aircraft. Um, we spend about anywhere from five to 7% of our annual um, sales on product development and service development. And so each year we're constantly adding new and better products, new and better services. So our customers are constantly getting the best of the best of the best from us. Right. Now the products that you're talking about, is that something that other detailers can purchase from you or is that specifically products that you guys utilize? Um, most of our products we try to keep close to the vest because um, we've spent a lot of money over the years, over the last eight years, um, finding what works and what doesn't work. Sure. Um, there's a lot of good products out there. Some of them help us be more efficient. Um, and some of them do help us put out a better product. But when we've, like we found um, most of the uh, turbine soot removers just weren't what we needed them to be. They weren't as efficient or uh, the quality that we we're looking for. Mm-hmm. So we actually went out and developed a product of our own. And so we got with the chemists and we sat down with the, the chemical makers and so forth. And they um, helped us create what we um, call turbine soot eliminator, and we sell that product on our website. And uh, so we'll ship that anywhere in the United States. That's awesome. Right. Wow. So you're really taking, uh, you know, taking it to the next level compared to most people. I really like that. We try to. I mean, we even do things, you know, we have custom built trailers because we've figured out that you need a scissor lift to handle a lot of the bigger aircraft. Sure. And you can't just rely on uh, an airport having a scissor lift that you can have access to. So we custom build our trailers and bring them in so that we can take the equipment that we actually need to get the job done all the time. Sure. And we did a 737 last week. So we can do from the smallest to the small to the biggest to the big. Yeah. Wow. So how, you know, out of curiosity, how many people would it take to clean that 737? What kind of time frame does that look like? We used um, three guys to do it. And we spent about almost 30 man hours just, and that was just on the interior on it. Sure. Um, this was for a professional sports team that they've asked me not to mention their names, uh, but they were in town and we, um, they needed their craft clean yeah. and clean well. And so we went through the entire interior of it and made it spectacular for them. Yeah, that's great. Well, it's, it's cool. Cause you guys, like you said, you're not just a detailer. You're also creating products, manufacturing products, and, uh, 
and even doing a little bit of engineering, it sounds like. So it's pretty impressive. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, some people's concerns as of lately is, um, you know, with the involvement of COVID, they're kind of worried about where the industry might be going. What is your uh, perception of where the detailing industry as a whole is going currently? There's, there's two, two avenues that I see taking place right now. And you have the, the people who are the, the, what I'll call the professionals and those have invested in the equipment who have invested in actually going and figuring out what insurances they need to carry in order to protect their clients, what, what um, services they need to provide and how to get their staff trained by either sending them to the schools that they need to go or to the manufacturers to get training. And then you have the other folks who are, um, you know, just either starting out with cars or what have you and trying to get into aviation because they see the bigger ticket items, uh, but don't understand that there's significant differences between the paint on an aircraft and the paint on a car or the type of leathers used for seats in an aircraft versus a car. Um, so I see, you know, some folks are trying to get in the business um, and I, I appreciate and applaud their efforts, um, but it's concerning because many of them aren't insured and aren't properly trained or vetted to be out in the airspace, out in the airfields, working um, around, you know, a piece of equipment that can, or an aircraft that can have, uh, if you make a mistake by putting the wrong product on a windscreen, I mean, you can do a quarter million dollars worth of damage to a windscreen in a hurry. And if you don't have the right insurance, you're in trouble. Right. You can, as an owner, you can lose your house, you can lose your cars, you can lose everything. Um, on top of the fact that you've got a really upset owner of an aircraft. Um, right. So it's, it's, it's a lose-lose by not hiring the right people to do the right work. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, your customer base, it sounds like, isn't just uh, in Kansas. Is that correct? It's a little bit of everywhere. Sure. We, we, we have trucks and trailers. We travel. Um, we've been all the way up to Minnesota. We've been down into to Oklahoma, Arkansas area. We try to stick to the Kansas City marketplace and the airports within you know, a couple hours of us. Just mm -hmm. partly because our guys don't like staying on the road and we have families with children and we want to be at home, you know, while we can. At the same time, we go where work is. And right. uh, so we're, we're willing to go where we need to go. Yeah. Now, I'm sure, you know, you guys tra have traveled a lot of places and worked on a lot of planes. Tell me the, the funniest story that you recall about detailing an aircraft. Uh, we were doing a plane, and it was a very distinct plane. It was a, a dark exterior and a very light interior, if not white. And we get a call one day, and we service this aircraft anytime it was in the, the area. And we get a call for a, a rush job. And so we get there, and there was not a lot of information before we got there. And we get there, and one of the seats had a blanket over it. And so we went and uh, pulled the blanket off, and we realized that um, – one of the people that were on the aircraft um, had been wearing a reptile skin skirt and had sat on a white seat and it was a black skirt and had left an imprint on the seat from her skirt um, from being sitting there on the seat for five hours. And so we had to, you know, strip the leather down, re-dye it and refinish it for uh, that uh, aircraft owner um, so as not to embarrass uh, the lady any further. That's pretty funny. Um, you know, I used to work on a, I, I cleaned a King Air 350 back in university for a little bit. And uh, I never had any stories like that, fortunately. I definitely don't have the skill level that you guys have for the the tool set. But um, I always found it very difficult cleaning that, that King Air. You know, those like, big exhaust pipes, they put out a lot of dirt all over those wings. 
Um, is that is that something that you guys clean typically? Are you doing jet aircraft mostly or, or turbine and piston? What's kind of the array of planes that you work with? We do it all. Um, again, we'll, we'll work all the way up to the, the Global Express and even some of the commercial planes where we need to. We try to steer away from commercial just because their their turnaround is so quick and we our services are higher end services than what you typically can do on a on a commercial aircraft. Um, but we we work on them all um, from the 172s on up. So it's uh, we're happy to be a part of, of that. And we we do between four and six hundred aircraft a year. Wow. Um, and we're um, working on, I think we're almost at 50,000 man hours since we started the company. Okay. Wow. A lot of work. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so kind of rolling off that, the aircraft question, what, what is your personal favorite aircraft and why? My personal favorite aircraft is a dirty aircraft that hasn't been maintained. Um, <laughs> I say that tongue in cheek, but it, but it's true because we can actually go in and just show what, uh, what we can do, what our skill sets are, what our capabilities are and the before and after pictures, um, that we sh are able to share with our clients and post on our Facebook page and webpage, um, really tell a good story. Um, so any plane that needs a little bit of love, um, that's the one, the, the ones that we love to love to work on. So, but from a, from a actual personal favorite of mine. Uh, really, I, I love the Honda jets. I just think they're a sleek, um, exquisite-looking aircraft. They have a unique design and uh, a very functional, versatile plane. Yeah, and maybe maybe you'll get one with the, you know Vertical Care's uh, name on the tail someday, huh? Maybe one day. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, uh, last question for you, Mike. Um, what part does faith play in your business? You know, we. We've talked about this before with Byron. Byron's a man of uh, faith, and um, we know that you are as well. So what part does that play in your business? You know, it's it's an integral part of what we do. In fact, it's the foundational part of who we are. Um, we uh, try to get back not only to our customers by giving them the best possible services that we can provide, um, best, best possible products that we can provide, um, but we also try to give back to our community. So our local surrounding community, we give to a normal number of um, nonprofits, um, several sports teams, several high school sports teams, that is, and several robotics groups uh, that we partner with. But we also um, partner with local churches. And I even spent uh, the last year during COVID, uh, my wife and I went over to help with an orphanage over in a little country called Lesotho, Africa. And uh, while we were there, we got locked into the country and spent almost all of 2020 stuck outside the United States serving uh, that local community. Um, uh, so faith is, is important to us. It really shapes who we are and what we do and why we do what we do. Um, mm -hmm. So it, it establishes the foundation for doing the best work we can. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's great. You know, it's you, you talk about how much your business means to you and your customers mean to you and putting out a good product, but also you're giving back to the community, which I think it just shows your true colors. You, you guys are really genuine people looking to help the aviation community and help the, the community around the world as a whole. So good for you guys. Absolutely. Well, Mike, I appreciate you being on today. Thanks so much for uh, helping us out. We're uh, excited to be partnering with you on the Tally Ho app. And, and for folks that um, want to reach out to you, obviously they can go through the Tally Ho app 
um, Vertical Care, and uh, use your services through there. Reach out on your website as well. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And you know that I think that's a, a great um, a great insight to who's on the app. I don't know if we've necessarily really touched on that, but it you know the app isn't just for uh, aircraft um, maintenance providers um it's it's a, a a totally diverse array of people right it's um as you mentioned aviation tax consultants aircraft detailers maintenance shops of course um and and everything in between we're not limited to one category um and and if we could show you the app we would but it it is broken down into a lot of categories right and each category is broken into into more subcategories as well yeah, it's not just for even aircraft owners. You could be somebody aspiring to buy an airplane and you're sitting there going, how do I get into this? And how do I find an aircraft broker? Or you might be somebody that's not looking to buy an airplane. You just want to find a good charter provider. We had an inquiry about two weeks back. Somebody needed to uh, air ambulance, um, move somebody via air ambulance from California back here to Texas. And they inquired and said, hey, I, I need to find an air ambulance hey, go on to our charter and management providers, go take a look at who's there. So, you know, you don't even have to be an aviator to, you know, want to use or to use the app effectively. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, and I think that's a great um, thing for our podcast is it, it's not just for pilots, as you mentioned, it's for anybody that's involved in the aviation industry. We're just trying to show you a different perspective, kind of a behind the scenes perspective, really of what the aviation industry is is founded on um, from a service provider standpoint. So uh, I, I really look forward to making some of these episodes and talking to you with a lot of uh, people who have uh, worked their way up in the industry. Um, and uh, I, think, I think our viewers are going to find that entertaining as well. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be a fun ride. Yeah. All right, so that's you know pretty much the summary of Tally Ho. Uh, who's who's here? You know, I think I think maybe before we end, we should probably uh, Byron, if you don't mind, probably talk about uh, the unspoken Jim. He's not here today, unfortunately, but give a little background on Jim for us. You bet. Yeah, Jim Hadraba. So Jim is up in uh, my old hometown of Hoboken, New Jersey, right across the Hudson River from the mighty town of Manhattan, the mighty city. And uh, he, he, he looks after our accounts uh, in the eastern third of the United States. Uh, does a fabulous job. He's a Michigan State grad and uh, did all of his flight training uh, uh, on the East Coast, I believe out of Morristown Airport, if I recall. I think he did some in Texas, too. But uh, anyway, he's a talented uh, young man as well. Um, very capable aviator. Uh, a bit of a hiatus in his flight career right now uh, due to COVID. Uh, I'm sure he'll get back to that here shortly. But uh, yeah, he's he's signing up um, signing up service providers as quickly as he can talk to them. So he's doing great. Yeah, Jim. Jim between Jim and Rodney, it's a race to the race to the top for uh, sales every month. That's right. I love it. Well, so that's uh, that pretty much summarizes Tally Ho, folks. Um, we appreciate you checking out our, our first podcast. And uh, we hope you guys continue to look forward to future episodes. Like I said, like and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, and, and feel free to reach out with any podcast ideas that you might want to listen to. Otherwise, uh, feel free to download the app in the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. And we look forward to seeing you guys out at uh, Sun and Fun. If you're going to be there, we'll be there. So, um, you know... Tally ho. Tally ho. <laughs> <laughs>